Vinny, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. So now we're going to get into some of the notes that I've written on this for this part two of brain drain. And so basically the focus on this is the countermeasures against brainwashing. And so we've talked a lot about exposing what it really is and how many different layers there is to it, how there's a whole spectrum of brainwashing. There's a whole spectrum of influence of ways in which we're subconsciously, subliminally, being eroded and being directed in a different way than what we would have just chosen for ourselves and what we would have just gone after if it was according to our own purpose, according to our own vision and our worldview, our viewpoint, you know, whatever is the primary thing that's getting bent and we're getting bent away from it. But in this whole second sector, the focus has been more about the specifics and getting to what we can do about the brainwashing and how we can really recognize the symptoms in others and in ourselves. So the practical side of things, you know, you got a lot of the theory and now we're giving you more of the practical applications. And in this um, particular part, so in getting into the countermeasures, we have to address what others are doing that is contradicting, undermining, belittling, sabotaging, or in any other way subverting us in our life direction, our beliefs, our identity, our sense of self. And here are just like a couple of ways just kind of outlining how we deal with this stuff. I've got six points on this of just a few different ways that we can apply this recognizing what's being done to us and addressing it. Point number one, to stop the manipulation of our thinking, we need to recognize and countermand such adverse influences by calling them out to ourselves for what they are and rehashing the opposing truth. We need to at least do so in our own mind. And that's what I've alluded to in different things in talking about brainwashing and in talking in our Finding Your Fairy Tale mega series is speaking words of truth over myself and saying no this is not true this is the truth and having to repeat that you know washing my mind of the brainwashing with the right stuff like applying that formula if the kind of negative idea you've gotten about yourself, whether anybody just specifically said it over you or you kind of got that impression from them or whatever the case, you know, you just started getting the lie, you know, I'm stupid, I'm not very smart. You need to address that, confront that with, that's not true that I'm not smart. I am brilliant in my own way. We are all made in the image of God. He's brilliant. So I am brilliant in my own way, the way God made me to be. I am intelligent. And 
you apply that formula to whatever is the lie is the thing that is meant to tear down your self-image that's meant to tear down the truth about you and brainwashing very often has to do with that as we're going to get more into it you know we've alluded to some of that that your self-image plays a lot into brainwashing being able to be effective on you so even if to your mind it might not seem like somebody else brainwashed you to think that about yourself either way it's probably influences around you that brought you to that idea you know you might not be able to pinpoint it exactly but we don't just we're not born thinking poorly of ourselves there's something that got in there and so we have to like we talked about earlier you know it can be demonic it could be from an evil spirit that you got that idea but we have to override these things override that brainwashing regardless of where it came from so that we can get in the truth and we can have the power to walk in our own destiny take our own power back for our life especially when you don't have any other voices around you that's negating different things that people are saying whether they mean to be harmful or not just like we were talking about in the reality of brainwashing how some people may just think what you do is just strange and they keep calling it strange and how you really should be doing it their way for whatever reason because it's just better and it may be said in a nice kind of a nice way anyway but in reality, the more you hear it, the more you're going to believe that, hey, drinking coffee at this time of day is really weird. I should drink it earlier. You know, even when you know, to begin with, that drinking coffee at this time of day actually gives you the boost that allows you to carry on during a day when you're really tired. And it doesn't affect your sleep and it doesn't do anything negative. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's not strange. So if you don't have somebody to say, you know what? No. You drink your coffee whatever time of day that works for you. As long as it's not killing your sleep or you're not ODing on coffee, then go for it. You need to be the voice for yourself. And do it in your mind, but saying it verbally makes it that much more powerful. Yeah, that's a great example of how we can just be undermined, you know, just by somebody's behavior. They can just be showing their distaste for whatever it is that thing that we're doing or dislike mild mild disagreement whatever but if they do it in enough volume then it can make you start feeling like well maybe there's something wrong with it you know maybe maybe it's not the best idea or whatever and that's again that's going to happen subliminally if you don't resist it if you don't at least mentally you know what you have your way i have mine i'm gonna do this because this works for me and is good for me and i'm not going to be turned off doing something i know is good for me i know works for my life just because you got to wrinkle your nose up at it and you feel the need to share every single time you do wrinkle your nose yeah and it may you know in some cases in a diplomatic way you might want to confront them about it if it's someone that you can do that with and let them know look you know this is what I do. Like, this works for me. It helps me. You're getting under my skin with this comment, you know, basically. Like, I don't really want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to keep on doing this. So, please, let's just stop having this situation of you commenting on it. Please keep it to yourself. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah, exactly. Let's agree to disagree is a great one. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we all have our own different ways there are things that bother us there are things that other people do that we couldn't do for ourselves and and you know it, it would annoy us if we did it you know or cause us some kind of issue 
And so we see them and like, oh, how can you do that? Well, it's none of our business. It, it really has nothing to do with us, you know, and so we need to be able to tolerate each other's differences. We need to be able to accept that something that someone else does, they're not the same person as us and that might be good for them. And if it is not causing us harm, then really it's none of our business and we all do need to learn the concept of agreeing to disagree and applying that in our life. So that can be something, a good phrase to use in these kinds of scenarios to get your point across. Like. Let's just agree to disagree. You know, maybe that coffee at this time of day would be weird for you. You wouldn't like it, but I do, and it helps me. And let's just agree to disagree. You know, it just, it aggravates me when you bring this up all the time. And uh, yeah, just move on. You know, if they, and if they don't respect that, well then, <laughs> too bad for them. You know, if they don't like that, too bad for them. But you said something, you know, you used your word, you used your authority. You don't need them to agree with you in order to counteract that influence and counteract what they're saying. And you just, you, you set a boundary there when you did that. And so you're going to be empowering yourself from that point. If they continue the same behavior, then you shut it out and you do exactly like what we were saying earlier. You address it in your own mind. Nope, they're wrong. It's good for me. <laughs> and you keep on going. So and some of this is kind of sequential. So point number two after that, after countering the influence mentally, we should follow up verbally as soon as possible, even when we're alone, as it is more effective than only thinking and counter argument. In both Ephesians and Proverbs, we're told that there's power in words and that can be used for good and that can be used for bad. There's a huge responsibility when it comes to our words and when used just flagrantly and flippantly, it can do a lot of damage, whether you mean to or not. And that's, you know, the whole golden rule comes into play, like, you know, treat others like you want to be treated. Well, talk about others like you want to be talked about. And if you're trying to help somebody, don't tear them down in the midst of it. You help with love, you don't help with hate. And on the cognitive side, you're hearing yourself talk. Your own brain, your own mind is hearing those words. It's not just going out of your mouth. It's also going into your ears. And when you are hearing that, you are wiring yourself to take, no, this is the truth. You know, this is the information I'm going on. I'm discarding that. I'm taking in this. So we, we are you know, more than just our own conscious choices in the moment that we're awake and we are, you know, experiencing life, we're also made up of our own memories. We're also made up of our own, you know, hardwired stuff in our unconscious mind based on decisions we've made and experiences we've had. When we make that decision and we affirm that decision and we're listening to it verbally and it's, it's coming back into our own ears from our own mouth, we're strengthening that circuit. You know, we're strengthening that choice that we've made and there's power in that even just on that cognitive level and just the, on that physical level you know the unconscious mind isn't like the conscious mind in that it has a harder time just resisting whatever pours into it it's like things are more concrete in a lot of ways for the unconscious or the subconscious mind so something that's like oh, that's not really real, you know, that's just a movie to the unconscious or subconscious mind. Somebody just died. 
something just happened. You know, like what you saw, what you experienced is real to the unconscious, real to the subconscious. And so that's getting wired into you again. That has consequences, you know, like kind of back to what we were saying earlier in part one of Brain Drain, that horror movies have an impact on our mind, have an impact on our sensibilities of our values and it's because the unconscious takes things as a reality takes things as real information as something that's actually going on and they can't distinguish you know it's like a child it can't distinguish the difference so what we say with our mouths even if consciously we're having a hard time believing it unconsciously it's like oh okay that's the truth so what do you want to do? Do you want to just be hearing things that are programming your unconscious to believe the opposite? Or do you want your unconscious mind to be hearing the things and receiving the things that are actually going with your own views and with the way you want to actually live your life? So that's why, yeah, speak it out verbally, even if you feel weird, you know, you feel like you're some weirdo in front of your mirror or in the closet saying something to yourself, you know, like, don't get bothered by that. Don't don't let it be an awkward thing to yourself be comfortable with yourself for pete's sake say what you need to say to help reinforce the truth for yourself and to keep yourself grounded on what you really know is right and it can be even simple little things like the the coffee example that might seem frivolous but it's really not because even something small and simple like that when somebody phrase your self-confidence and just kind of it's like picking at a at a loose thread and a sweater, if they just pick at it, pick at it, and pick at it, before long, you know, eventually you unravel the whole sweater. And something small like that, that you let somebody else cross boundaries and dictate for you what you should be doing for your life and control your feeling about that thing to where you start feeling feeling bad about it or ashamed of it so you don't do it anymore, even though it's not a bad thing. It's not a huge deal, but it's, it's something you're choosing and it's becoming now this negative thing that it shouldn't be. You're opening up the gate to be more influenced, to be less in control of your own thoughts and your own feelings and your own decisions. So you do need to, even on small levels of things like that, you need to be guarding your heart, be aware and resist. Don't let it take you over. Don't let it be the the beginning of losing your self-confidence and your own volition, your own will and, and what you choose for your life. And that's exactly what happened with my abductor. He started with small things and he built up to the bigger ones. That That's how he gained his control. Kind of like the whole sales pitch thing is, you know, it's, it's either foot in the door or door in the face. And if you want to get your foot in the door and be able to sell that Kirby, <laughs> you need to be charming. And you have to start small with the, oh, well, I can do this, but oh, we can do this, but only halfway. You start off with the small features of the Kirby before you can you claim that it flies and can sing opera too. Yeah, it's all a matter of a gradual process. And brainwashing is a subtle thing. It is a gradual process and it does usually start small. I don't think we really covered that as much through this. I mean, I'm sure we've implied it through different things, but it usually starts small. It usually starts with something that might seem insignificant at the time, might seem unimportant, but it is very important. It's very important that we feel 
confident and safe and empowered to make our own decisions. And anything that's taking away from that, that's not good, you know? And sometimes, I mean, it might not even be the thing or the person themselves that is not good. It might just be our own response and not putting up boundaries. That's not good. You know, it might be that they don't even realize they're being a negative influence in that kind of way. But we have to not allow ourselves to lose the influence and lose the power in our own decision making and in our own life. And we don't have to necessarily fight other people for that, but we have to resist that influence. We have to resist what's coming against us in that kind of way. And by doing these things, even with people that, you know, aren't actually maliciously targeting you, it will help protect you if someone like my abductor actually does start targeting you and you can start seeing the warning signs because you've handled the small stuff already and their small stuff is going to show up on your radar just as much as the coffee did, if not more. Yeah, it, you build a strong immune system. You know, you build a, an ability to reject that kind of virus coming in and trying to attack you and trying to change your programming, trying to change how you think in your mind, you know, alter your operating system. It's fully possible to get in the practice of resisting the influences that you don't want to take control and you don't want to be pushing you because we can decide even as far as our emotions, we can guide our own emotions. You know, we don't have to just, well, this happened, so I'm happy. Well, this happened, so I'm sad. Well, this is going on, so I'm angry. No, we can actually decide, yeah, but I don't want to be angry in this situation. I want to be helpful. So I'm going to calm down. I'm going to think about what I can do to solve this problem, you know, or okay, yeah, this happened and that that's sad, but I don't want to just sit here and be sad. You know, I want to move forward about, well, what's good that I can do, you know, to comfort myself and comfort others around me. And what can I move forward with that's going to be productive in my life? You know, we don't just want to sit there and be controlled by our own emotions. We need to dictate the course of our own thinking and our own emotions and if we do so verbally, that's one of the ways of, you know, very literally dictating the course of our own thoughts and our own emotions and resisting whom, whomever, whatever influences. It starts with the small stuff. You get stronger by the small stuff. Practice makes perfect, just like anything else. You deal with the, the small shocks and hits and stuff that actually, you know, whether or not it's intentional, it is affecting you. It is eroding your defenses. Well, you make yourself stronger by resisting those things. You know, it's not just like the the upside is that you can actually build it like you build your body, you know, like you can actually eat healthy food and get nutrients that will build up your immune system in the same way, taking these kinds of situations, applying the resistance, it's a resistance training, you get stronger. And then when something big comes up and someone's really, you know, intentionally trying, there's a force intentionally trying to influence you. Well, you've already built up your defense. You're already in the zone. Like, uh-uh, you know, you're not controlling me. Like that's not happening. My mind is made up about the direction I'm going in life. You know, I know what I believe. I know what I think. I ain't got time for you. Adios. Exactly.
This podcast is a part of our ministry partnership vision, which is dedicated to youth and young adults who are in need of support, wisdom, or healing so that they can live their best life with the people they're meant to be a part of. You can help support us by sharing our show with others directly, posting about us or reposting on social media, or by donating to us financially through our donorbox.org link, which you can find in the description for this episode. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Welcome back now, you hear?